Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bad boys with the power to rock you. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete. MLP now. <laughs> and Luke. All right. All right, boys. Uh, good to have you here with me. Otherwise, it'd be bloody lonely. Now, Balotelli scored a goal with his shoulder on the weekend. Didn't he just? If you could score a goal with any body part, which would it be Jimbo? Well, uh, we go. in this scenario... <laughs> in this scenario... I'm going to be blue. I would... <laughs> let you know. Yeah, I would, I would come onto the pitch... Um, um, oh, as a sub, necessary <laughs> start. Come on, come now. I come onto the pitch as a substitute, mm. right? And uh, going up for a corner. And uh, from my shirt, I would produce Sepp Blatter's head, <laughs> spine still attached. And I would, yeah, I would swing it around. I would sort of basically nut the ball into the net with Blatter's head, yeah. scoring a goal. I'd run off, still carrying it, remove my shirt, and I would have carved for the good of the game yeah. into my into my chest. And then I just voluntarily give myself up. Would you expect a booking? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I'd like, you know when they don't even look back. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Would you I like just it? presume a sending I've off. D- I've done everything. Would you okay. like it as well? If someone from the crowd, as you're about to use Blatter's head, just to go finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like yeah, to be t- silence and then maybe just one clap, <laughs> and then everyone else would join in. No, but then everyone would see the scoreboard change. Oh, we scored. Oh yeah, it counts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fine. Yeah. And on okay. your shirt it said Jesus owns me or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right, it's an incredibly unusual start. But Pete, what can you do? Marcus, I'm going to go for the cot. Yeah, clear. Ah, the inner ear, oh. Marcus. Of the oh, ear. I'd use the inner ear. You right. <laughs> I'd fold my, the bit of my ear back. Oh. I'd go for the Adam's apple, Marcus, because then once and for all, people would know that I am a man because girls don't have them. It would be agony. <laughs> it might swell up and choke you. I can't complain. You're willing to take that risk. I can't complain. It is my fault. I asked a question. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Luke, what are you going for? I'm going to go for the perineum. <laughs> That would be difficult. As the Scottish people call it, the tent. A.K.A. Mm. the Gooch. A.K.A. the Buffman's Bridge. A mystery to to even us as men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to see mine very often. Yeah, I've got Mm. one. I don't know a lot about it. The logistics of how it would work are are still a challenge to me at the moment. Because I find it hard to score as it is. Mm. Well, you'd have to time a cartwheel really well. No, I think it would need to be thrown (laughs) by a teammate. Legs of Kimbo. It's a highbrow start to the show this week, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, uh, left foot always pleasing to score with a weaker foot <laughs> now um, uh, who on earth has got the points I'll tell you what before this uh, ramble record started, started uh, I noted to Luke that Marcus was being funny this week so you, you lot at home or on the bus may very well be up for a yeah. or, or I think you're funny right right every ride. week Marcus Thanks, I disagreed man. with MP <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yet to make my mind up I'm going to give the points to Luke cheers well done Luke I Thank can't you. give them to you Jim because that's um, murder yeah it's <laughs> uh, uh, fair enough. Murder most wanted. Um, now then, let's move on to the Premier League. And we're going to start. Do we have to. Can we just keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, Think, thinking about Luke's perineum. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about Blackburn Rovers to start with because they beat Swansea four two and uh, Yakubu got a haul mm. nine in nine. <laughs> For Yakubu, apparently. It's amazing. It is <laughs> sensational stuff, really. What a f- the, the first Until one, January. The, f- <laughs> the first one was an absolute dinger. It's, yeah. a, it's sensational to the point of where it doesn't actually move. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why it's good. Like, I know one was a pen, but still. <laughs> He's a great pen taker. Yeah. I, I said last time I don't think he'd miss one. No, he has missed one for Middlesbrough. People pointed it out to me. But as, an, as, an, as, a, as a sort of general rule, he's a brilliant penalty taker. He always looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, mm. but he seems to always send the keeper but on yeah, one. He waits for but the yeah, he's having move. a good time. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> He, he waits for the keeper to move, doesn't he? Mm. 
Which is a very ballsy thing to do. It was a range of goals, wasn't it, that he scored? He mm. you know, showed his versatility despite the fact that he doesn't move and just <laughs> seems to act like he's just kind of chilling out. The Did man's he? a tank. He's a yes, bloody he's tank. A, a goal tank. For, uh, Rover, very important win there, but that's mm. how you win the fans over by winning football matches. Yep. Although Venkis had another way of trying to do that. Of course, they were going to stage a free concert at Ewood Park, which would include a lineup of Kelly Rowland, Akon and uh, DJ David Guetta. Uh, all the acts declined the offer, though. David Guetta looks like Mikel uh, Salgado. He does a little, a little bit, yeah. Well, maybe they should still put the concert on. Yeah, just have, <laughs> just, just have him <laughs> behind oh, some deck. Christopher Samba could do an aircon, maybe. See, I, yeah. that, that lineup is like the only thing I can think of less entertaining than watching <laughs> Blackburn Road. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, that, that, maybe that's what they thought. So was, nah. Yeah. What they th- probably thought was they got a bit confused because they used to watching Steve King's Blackburn every week and they thought, oh, this looks brilliant compared to that. <laughs> yeah. It isn't, it's rubbish. Venkies mm. uh, uh, don't get it, do they? No. Long may it continue Sorry Blackburn <laughs> fans Do you think Blackburn Will go down? I think they will Yeah, yeah. They've been playing Alright the last few games but say, again, they have, really. Yeah but they keep Just conceding silly goals And they've missed Samba I suppose But uh, one thing They are but. scoring goals yeah, mm. and it's one of those things where their form's probably not as bad As a few other teams That are mm. uh, above them One would imagine Well their form is bad But they're not playing that bad Yeah They just look to me, I said at the beginning of the season, they still look unfit. Mm. They, st- they still seem to sort of concede. That is just your Kuba. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at your Kuba. <laughs> no, they do. They look a bit unfit. And I, I think, you know, the thing that just, there's such a bad atmosphere around the club because mm. obviously Keane inexplicably was given, like, a, as reportedly, an improved deal. Mm. And I sort of, actually, I had a bit of respect for the, um, for, the, for the fans as far as they won the game at home, but the fans didn't. Sort of, they weren't reactive about it. They didn't sort of, we're not going to complain anymore. They carried yeah, on, yeah. they stuck to their guns. Consistent. Yeah, because one win, uh, as I say, one swallow doesn't make a summer, so they should mm. stick to their guns if that's how they feel. Yeah. You know? Keane's got Definitely. us into Europe, we're still going <laughs> to. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to happen very much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Swansea sort of play into their hands a bit as well. Yeah, they did. You know. Bit of yeah. naivety about Swansea after that, actually. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, think... Blackburn are very, very direct, so if you come at them, you know, they're going to punish you on the. On the well, break. as we said before, Swansea are always going to play the way they've. They want to play And the way Brendan Rodgers Gets them playing And mm. they are going to do that Which I applaud by the way um, They're going to have to realise They're going to concede goals Occasionally And they're going to lose games Because they're going to be Seen as a bit naive And a bit less physical Than yeah. they need to be But I think they'll take that And oh, of course, big, yeah. big Lukey Moore Got a goal He did yeah mm. The chances of that happening eh? That's his first <laughs> Premier League goal In about four years First Premier League goal This century <laughs> Yeah it probably is Yeah yeah Oh, good stat. Now, uh, let's go to St. James, the Sports Direct Arena, should we say? Easy, Marcus. Where Come on Newcastle. Now. Oh, the Amiobis nearly scored. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Did. Chelsea won 3 0, of course. Shola went out for a header, and uh, Sammy was about to slot it through. Bloody John Terry. Oh, off yeah. the line. Just let, let him have a well, goal. We were watching that in the pub, and uh, my goodness. I nearly celebrated as if it was. Yeah, <laughs> we, all, we all did. There were, there were a lot of Chelsea fans there as well. In fact, because we watched the game together, because we played football on Saturday, if, if any of you are confused, we, we do hang out outside of work as well. Yeah. Um, there was this Chelsea it's fan. Just in work. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's I mean, really, it feels like really work. Really not, is it? <laughs> but we don't get paid for I it. I think that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, did you see that Chelsea fan who sort of. At the final whistle, he pretty much. He just got up, and he had this really <laughs> smug look as if to say, well, that's my work here done yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually, he actually, actually, he actually walked out and went well job well done <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a horrible the, 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 a horrible celebration when, when you really get your hopes up and, and Sammy Amiobi's like had one off the line and then Shola Amiobi takes it beautifully down whacks it against the bar yeah. it would have been goal of the month and, it, oh, and then Chelsea got this yeah you know we, we, had, we had our chances but I think as soon as we started losing players like uh, like Taylor who's out for the season now yeah, that's a uh, we've lost Colacini as well I don't know how long that's gonna be, he's going to be out for we're going into our next game with no actual centre backs mm. we've got a 21 year old uh, Thomas Kadar who hasn't even got a squad number he'll slot in he'll slot in yeah, it's yeah. Be, everything, everything's going to be fine but uh yeah, it's all looking a little bit... Um, it's weird because Colacini's had such a great season. He doesn't just... He shepherds the defence. He tells mm, everyone mm. Uh, where to be. And as soon as he's out the team, they just don't know where they're going to He's improved play. a lot because he was a bit dodgy when he first Well, he, it's not even that. He, 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 he sort of... Um, he starts attacks as well, which mm. is almost Albert-esque, dare, dare I say. <laughs> but um, but like, it's kind of... When you lose the two key personnel, like Teote, and Guthrie mm. slotted in quite yeah, well. Yeah. Kabai looks a little bit lost when he plays with Guthrie, and it's kind of, you know, mm. it, it's disappointing. 
right because to get the best out of Kabai you need Tio behind him. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have that confidence in uh, in Guthrie. But well, know. having having a, having a settled defence for, for most of if not all the league season is is the sort of bedrock they've built yeah. their sort of mm. their form on really. So it'll be interesting to see how they go after this these setbacks. What um, the big the big talking point from that game was the David Luiz David Luiz yeah not being sent off. Yeah. Jim, you were up in arms about especially. Well, it was. Um, have you seen Mike Dean's explanation of it? No, I haven't, was, just, uh, I haven't um, what he said. He though. didn't feel that Barr was going to control the ball, so he didn't basically <laughs> think it <laughs> counted. Outrageous. It is outrageous. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just outrageous. like sort of just having a punt on what might happen in the future and going, man, nah, no, he probably wouldn't have got there. It's just, I just don't see another player crap as well. Yeah. <laughs> I another player. I think it was actually an overall a poor weekend for refereeing overall, actually. There was a poor decision in the, well, a couple of poor decisions in the Wolves Sunderland game. Well, Cahill was sent off for Bolton. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a Yeah, as well. That was. The opposite, almost, wasn't it? Of the, of the sort of uh, David Luiz such situation. Such a speculative sending off. Though. Yeah. He was f- absolutely flying. So within seconds, it yeah. would have been a goal scoring opportunity. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts, it was. It was about forty five yards out, and you had another defender coming across. Yeah. yeah. You know, Parker's Parker. great and he's closing him down boom mm. thanks very much and it was Parker and Parker's not the quickest no yeah. that's true he, did, he uh, did look the quickest there then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cahill made him look quick <laughs> before we move away from the Newcastle game Marcus made a very good point while we were watching it did which I? staggered me yeah. um, <laughs> but it was that um, must have been drunk at some point in the future it is unlikely but Shola Ramiobi could oh, get yeah. an OBE so he'd be Shola Ramiobi OBE <laughs> yeah. 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 oh Shola Ramiobi OBE oh Sammy Amiobi MBE can you get yeah, well. you get <laughs> both. So, so it'd be Sammy Ami OBE OB, MBE. That'd be great. Could that happen? Can CB, we get a twist yeah, we, campaign going for, to CBE. make this happen? Yeah. CBE thrown in there. If, if the um, if the orders of the British Empire were invented for one thing, <laughs> it's, it's services to just you know yeah. stand somewhere for a bit <laughs> for being a prospect at the age yeah. of thirty. <laughs> it's Sammy Ami OBE OB, MBE. We were talking about Shadow. When, when is he going to get his um, testimonial? testimonial? Yeah. Mm. Well, I would he get his testimonial? He's been there all his well, he's been years at the club. Yeah, you get he's, it. he played. I think he played for a couple of matches for. St- Orc, I think he went on loan back, in the, back in the day. But yeah, I know what I'm saying is that he doesn't deserve it because he's not very good. <laughs> but oh. so if you've been at a club's youth setup since you were like ten, no, it's league. Can it's you league? No, no, it's, oh. it's professional. It's a shame you should be able to demand one. The thing is, he was almost out the do- thing. Is, he came. He, he comes into form exactly the point when he needs uh, when they sign him up for another for like, the North East years. Derby. But he always plays well against Chelsea. It seems I seem to recall. Mm. But uh, never mind. And Terrific karate move some AVB as well when uh, oh yeah yeah when the when the celebrating took place that oh, yeah. some, and everyone else got involved as well it was like an all night disco party it was incredible <laughs> <laughs> he he's got an incredible crouch on him yeah, he does. Mm, that he would does. knacker me crouching yeah. for that long yeah uh, maybe he lives in a tiny house he do, maybe, maybe he does <laughs> he's maybe he's got a lot of mice he just spends a time <laughs> looking through the mice holes like in a cartoon <laughs> Come out. I'm going to move on. Move um, on. Uh, Aston Villa nil, Manchester United 1. Phil Jones with his first goal for the club. Mm. And a lovely one too. Brilliant finish. Brilliant finish, yeah. Do, do you get the feeling that boy needs to find a position? Because the utility man is a forgotten... Yeah. I quite like him. He does well everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah. That's the thing. There's, there's not really one that stands out for me. I think he's he would prefer to play centre-back, I've, I've seen him say. Long, t- long term he'll be a centre-back. I just think he's being, they're, they're a bit short on midfield at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's, he's learning his trade. It's, in a way, it's weird that United are putting together sort of... I would be nice to them and say sort of functional performances. They're winning yeah. games by the old goal, not scoring many. Is that that's, is that good enough for most United? And I know you said well they get the three points, but but look against Newcastle, you know, a little decision and they've dropped two points there. I think they'll strengthen in January. I think they mm. have to. They will, won't they? Yeah. They but will. I think I think defence after the City six uh, one, he seems to have shored up the defence with a number of clean sheets. But yeah. up front, they're not scoring goals. Well, I'm not sure on the stats um, post the City game, but up leading up, certainly leading up to the City game, they were shuffling the pack quite a lot at the back. Yeah, yeah. just um, partly through choice, partly through necessity. But yeah, we, even with the players they had available, they were st- still doing sort of uh, still experimenting. Because both Smalling and Jones have been tried at right back. I think Jones actually plays really well at right back. He sort of marauds a lot. I know he marauds as a centre back anyway, but it, it does suit his, suit his game. I see him being a long term centre back though. Yeah. Um, are Spurs though going to pit Manchester United to that second spot? I think third's realistic for them. <laughs> mm. I don't think they'll get second. But they're they terrifically well. They're yeah. a great yeah. run, aren't they? A brilliant run. You can yeah. go off the boil, you know what I mean? I no, nobody United said that about Newcastle when they yeah. were in third. Oh, it's funny that, isn't it? I think Manchester United fans would, just, would just be annoyed at me for suggesting that they'll finish second this early on in the season. <laughs> uh, what about QPR West Brom? Hyder Helgeson with a header. He's a machine. We love he? seeing that, don't we? One of the <laughs> finest things the Premier League has to offer. Jim touted him as a really good sign in the while back. Well, it's like it's the first show I ever did. Was it? Which would I be like 2007, 2007. It was my sarcastic like, one to watch for the season. He is, yeah. Vorinin will come in for you soon. I think it was when he went to Watford. 
was it? Was it, uh, it was Bolton? Was, when he was, at was Bolton. it Bolton? Was it? Okay. Oh, and, and Voronin's tearing up the Russian league. He is, yeah. Know. <laughs> and I mean, he, well, well, we England will be playing against him, wouldn't he? Maybe he'll come back to haunt us because of you. Because that's thought, how it works. And I thought <laughs> yeah. you meant when you asked the question. I thought you meant the Russian Premier League. <laughs> Which he wasn't it. playing in, but yeah. you being the prophet that you are, yeah, and, 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 and one thing that you did predict was Steve Bruce sta- uh, sacking. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you and a lot of other people. Yeah. Did you see Mystic him in the crowd? Did, did, invo- <laughs> did you see uh, Steve Bruce in the crowd at the Blackmail match? No, oh, no, I didn't see that. It was Mr. Blobby. <laughs> oh, good. Ah, well done, yeah. Pete. Well done. <laughs> Kick him while he's down. Speaking um, of the QPR match, though, yes. the, um, Sean Wright Phillips's goal. What the hell was wrong with that? Mm. That's the Ex- best goal I've ever seen him score or even think about scoring. <laughs> it Ex- was a class finish. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a swinger. Beautiful. It was a swinger, but it was beautiful stuff. Beautifully weighted. Again, though, it was just a <laughs> poor weekend for referees and linesmen and stuff, wasn't it? Because, yeah, I just don't see. If if that's offside, then he must have been drunk or something and have double vision because <laughs> oh, it was just so clearly like it's a bad decision. But we've seen worse ones though. But I think QPR should have won the game. Yeah, they had so many chances to do it as well, didn't they? Yeah, they they, they did indeed. Um, just uh, going back to Sunderland, there Martin O'Neill's taking over. What do you what do you reckon, Pete? Well, it's nice to see him back in football, but you know how long is that going to last? He usually has an instant impact, though, doesn't he? I yeah. think he's O'Neal. a little bit overrated as a manager, O'Neill. No, but he does have an instant impact normally. I think he'll do okay there. Yeah, I yeah. Think, and there was talk of him being like a son of the family as a kid and stuff. But is he overrated as a manager? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he's, he's, he, did, he did. He won a few things at Celtic. He got Celtic well, to, to, well to, the, well. to a European final. But there was talk of him being the next United manager and all sorts. Wasn't yeah, it? I mean, uh, I okay, think his career on. has disappointed in terms of what was expected from him. But I think a lot of that's been down to sort of personal choices he's made. He did do very well with Villa. You Some know. of the signings he made though, for on mental money to the point of where Lerner's got to balance the books mm. still now. He made some outrageous signs that wouldn't get anywhere near the first team on huge wages. Uh, I suppose the chairman's got a, a role to play in that. But he left Villa, um, I think, on sort of slightly bad terms. I know a lot yeah. of the players were quite happy to see him go. Right, okay. um, we'll see how we get signed anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can only <laughs> yeah. do that's that. What, that's, 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 what was our other option? Should <laughs> 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 chase him with a stick? The other option is go down to the championship, which is where we're going now. Uh, Luke, second from bottom Doncaster, beat top of the table Southampton 1 0. What? Yeah, Southampton's away form has been pretty poor, though. Two I losses mean, in two weeks. You must be enjoying that. But they're such an unbalanced. You look, you look at them and you see they're top of the table, but they are actually quite unbalanced as far as they've got a 100% home record. I think they won 10 in 10 mm. at home. Yeah, very strong. And yeah. the away record is really average, to say the least. So, whilst on the face of it, it might look a bit surprising, and Doncaster aren't great. Second um, bottom. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that much of a surprise. Not, not to be like a, whoa, what's happening sort of level. Yeah. Well, West Ham also lost. Uh, that was at mm. home to Burnley. We spoke about Burnley last week. A great result for Eddie Howe's men. They're up to 10th. Such a tight league, isn't it? We're talking about them yeah. being 16th last week. Well, the Championship is a brilliant league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so exciting, you know. It's, West Ham are just becoming quite unreliable. You know, they started very, very well, but they just, you you think they win that game. You know, I'd really, really would expect them to put that to bed at home, but they just. Would well, you remember first, yeah. first game of the season? I think it was they were at home. They lost to Cardiff at home, and they were a bit poor then. That's right. Mm. Yeah. They went on a run, didn't they? And they were just they won quite a few games four nil in sort of quick succession. I think I do. I do genuinely think they'll get promoted this season. Oh yeah, yeah. you'd sure imagine will. Allardyce will get them up. Um, but Cardiff and Middlesbrough uh, gained three points. Um, on the uh, Middlesbrough away to Bristol City I watched that game smashing free kick oh, from Martin mm. in, in I, dying it, seconds it's one of those free minutes. kicks where even in slow motion you, you just can't even see it it's just <laughs> so fast yeah. like yeah. Darren Ambrose run for Palace against United that was a beauty oh absolutely not a free yeah. kick obviously but yeah. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Best, best goal ever, he'll ever score at Old Trafford as well mm, what a place to do it um, Brighton uh, we, again we spoke about them last week they're back in the playoff spots uh, with a 1-0 win against Forest 92nd minute winner Forest in 22nd place in the mm. relegation zone they have Sickening. certainly not had that little bump that a new manager Jesus you do realise their manager Steve Cottrell yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. well you were saying you, th- you felt um, Pompey had dodged a bullet and yeah, then we walked into a cannon. I hate to see what Frank Clark's face looks yeah. like now. We dodged a management bullet and walked into a financial nuclear bomb again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have taken the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> 350 gram we got for Cottrell. I was delighted with that. Mm. Um, the prob- uh, Forest problems, they just don't score goals. Don't score enough. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, financial problems with Pompey. It was quite nostalgic for a moment. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> uh, there was no League One or League Two because it was FA Cup second round. Time and uh, one of the ties, Bristol, uh, Bristol Rovers, rather six, AFC Totten one. Yeah, Luke, it was at Totten. Uh, as well, you watched this game, yeah. Sorry, yeah. 
Yeah, it was a good game, and, and, and I know it sounds ridiculous to anyone who didn't see it, but um, did did Bristol Rovers score goals like that every single? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, was like three or four that were just spanked volleys, hitting off the it bar. Was, it was wow. <laughs> it was a crazy game as far as like. <laughs> Tottenham gave a good account of themselves. As far as I know, I think they're the lowest ranked team still left in the competition at that point. Right. They had a good sort of first ten or fifteen minutes um, to the point where I think they should have had a penalty. Didn't get it. There's one cleared off the line quite early on. Bristol Rovers went up the other end three times <laughs> and scored three of the best goals you will ever see. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, I'm sure I saw the Tottenham manager sort of looking around. Is it three? Is it three? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, they, and, they, and Totten, to their credit, carried on and carried yeah. on. And another one could off a line. Mm. And another one they should have had a penalty. They eventually got their goal. But see, it was never a 6 1 game. Never. Never. And, and, but, the yeah, commentary team enough. sort of gave up on them halfway through, though, I noticed. They <laughs> sort of went, yeah. oh, well, it's been a good day out for them all. Yeah, but that was <laughs> about <laughs> half an hour, though, wasn't it? That was just, <laughs> but you yeah. boys realise it's always that thing where they're obviously going to cover that game for a reason. Yeah, the yeah, reason yeah, being yeah. they want to be an upset. As soon as the, 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 the sort of better ranked team go two or three up, it's a, such a deflation. Yeah. Them, right? <laughs> oh, there's no point being in there. How, is there? <laughs> yeah. How long have we got left? But when they get the goal, though, it's glorious. Because I was um, uh, at the, a few years ago with one of these games when Farnborough famously um, went to Arsenal. Went to Arsenal, yeah. And Farnborough lost five uh, one. Yeah, it was. And but what a one! Man sent off after twenty minutes, and it was the last man. And everyone's like, "Come on, it's his big day. Yeah. You yeah. can't do it." <laughs> um, but yeah, when Farnborough scored the one, like, that, that's all you wanted. Yeah. Were you in yeah. the reserves I, then, Marcus? I ended, yeah, that were you right. in contention? I ended up three rows down from where I was sitting after the celebration. <laughs> Were you crowd surfing? <laughs> yeah. Might have been, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, the third round draw happened, and there is uh, one of the minnows left in. They are away to Everton. It's big Tamworth. draw for them. Big draw Tamworth for away them. to Everton. That's great stuff. Yeah. Them. Well, actually, that I mean, lots of them as well. Yeah, indeed. Arsenal v Leeds, uh, one of the. Glad yeah, we meet Leeds a lot in the FA Cup. Yeah, uh, a couple of the other ones that stood out for me: Newcastle, Blackburn, uh, Chelsea, Portsmouth, Luke. Yeah, Portsmouth scored one goal against Chelsea in about forty years. <laughs> I think we're I in think big trouble. <laughs> you could have done without that. Well, do the money, so that's all. Yeah, yeah you, you shouldn't have wasted it. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the last try and steal their boots and stuff before yeah, they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. probably got microchips in them. Yeah. The, uh, and there's you, a big, there's a big derby. Uh, Birmingham v Wolves oh, and Manchester United versus Manchester City away at City the, the uh, last time uh, Newcastle met Blackburn in the uh, FA Cup third round uh, we went to Wembley so there you go fingers crossed <laughs> 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 we did lose to them to, in the league cup this year though. Well, <laughs> yeah. well listen Newcastle got a really <laughs> chance of getting to Wembley this year they, got, they can get mm. to the semis no, they can we haven't really got a squad for a league yeah. campaign not, not, the, uh, not with the de- defensive issues it must be earlier on in the season uh, yes yeah. it must be a boost for the, the other teams when they know that one of the Manchester sides won't be in the fourth mm. round yeah, yeah, yeah definitely we'll see who's laughing in April Donaldson alright well it'd be him either way wouldn't it oh yeah good point yeah <laughs> 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 right that wasn't the only draw that happened recently the European Championships remember them um, they've been they, we've got them We've got the teams, we've got the groups, <laughs> we've, we've got them decided. It's, on. it's, on. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, England are in Group D, D with Ukraine, Sweden and France. What do you think of that? I think it's the second best group we could have got. Because mm. Group A, I think Poland, Greece, Russia and Czech Republic. It's a group of absolute filth. <laughs> Greece are going to walk that and they didn't even qualify with any sort of pomp and bluster at all. My right. goodness. They, they topped their league but they would abject most Poland matches. v Russia. Now that's a football <laughs> Match. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually think this is Group D is a better group for us than that. Do you really? Purely because I think we'd be complacent in a group like that, as England so often are, not properly get out of first gear and then just never get out of first gear. Mm. I think France first is the you know on paper the biggest test in that in that group, so we've got to sort of up our game straight away. Sweden, you know, we've, we've got history with them. We, yep. we need to beat them at a tournament. You know, we beat them recently, but it was till it was 1968, wasn't it, or something like that? The yeah, last time yeah, we beat them. In. One of, one of Ukraine my hosts last game. If they've still got a chance of qualifying, yeah. they'll be really up for that. That's so like, England are going to have to be really switched on there. They are, and that's a good thing. One of my mates was I was saying, you know, we should beat Sweden, and, and England should beat Sweden. I think we can agree that. And he kept saying, yeah, but we haven't beaten them in a competitive match for how long? So, well, that doesn't matter for this particular game. Well, <laughs> we wouldn't budge the, on it. The fact, if we played Sweden in the 70s in the game. And lost. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Players aren't the same. The manager's not the same. Different yeah. length trousers, if yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, and it does depend if Zlatan fancies it or not. Mm. Group B is, of course, the group of death, apparently. And uh, Group C is uh, Ireland's group Spain, Italy, and Croatia. Ireland, realistically, aren't going to win. No. 
the Euro 2012 yeah. Like Greece weren't going to win So let's So just enjoy <laughs> playing The best football teams In the world That's <laughs> right yeah. I think that will be the attitude I think they're alright with that Aren't they I think they're giving The pot they're in and, I mean, they're, There was a chance They could have drawn One of the hosts Or something But two games Against Spain Italy Test their metal They'll be looking To get a, a win Against Croatia as well I'll be alright Hang out with Bilic Lovely <laughs> Exactly Yeah, yeah but Group stuff. B Is definitely the group of death Holland, Denmark, Germany And Portugal Holland oh, and Germany oh, Delicious <laughs> Delicious I was yeah. delighted When they got each other <laughs> Are you guys feeling The sort of excitement Right. Yes. Yeah. Now the now the groups are all announced and the yeah. dates are. In, uh, now I've seen the football that they're going to use the t- tango, tango ten tango, or yeah. tango. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this get the tango back. This one just like a helium balloon. They get lighter <laughs> every time. <laughs> and um, eventually they're going to be ridiculous. <laughs> your tango eight sounds like um, like a provincial nightclub sexy lady contest or something. <laughs> really really <laughs> orange ladies. <laughs> I was talking. Um, I was I wasn't talking. I was walking home. Um, <laughs> we don't need talk talking. Talking home as well. <laughs> and uh, listening to the draw on five live, and I caught myself talking about you saying I'll get excited about it. Mm. I caught myself going Oh do you know what I quite fancy us <laughs> <laughs> But I don't really What happens if we top our group Who would we be would, Spain oh, or Italy oh, Or Ireland or Croatia Because they've all got a chance yeah, well, we, Spain, we, we win then. our group <laughs> we win our group We play the runners up Of the group Okay seat. right okay So that's kind of What we want to be doing <laughs> Yeah the, the win Is, is what win we want to do You see the English uh, Base for the uh, Championships Is in Krakow Mm. Krakow in Poland Yeah I've been there it's um, nice. it, But it's a bit far from Kiev and Donetsk Where they're playing their matches Yeah it's like 500 miles It's isn't ridiculous it? isn't it Do you see what the Swedes did They had two options of bases One in Poland And one in Ukraine They waited for the draw Went oh we'll use the one in Ukraine England were like nope We're staying we're staying. Nope nope We're no best We've got a pub built into a bloody field We'll be baking eggs every morning It's an Irish pub Just get the authentic Britabroad feel The FA knows best um, but why are they? Be, what, they could surely they could still change, couldn't they? No, they're, they're in. They're, they've they've stuck well, to their guns. I know they stuck to their guns. Could they realistically, realistically go? I you know what? Know. We're being silly here. They're going to build a runway by the stadium and private <laughs> jetting. I don't <laughs> know. But they, but Capello and the FA had taken a very different approach before the tournament because in South Africa they went to uh, Austria for altitude training. That mm-hmm. was obviously relevant to the uh, terrain in South Africa. But they they were they did do quite a rigorous training program. Yeah, which a lot of the players sapped them of energy and, and were very, very tired and whatnot. This time, the England side are going to Marbella before yeah. the tournament. Is seems that a good have, idea? Seems tabloids. To, yeah, seems to have taken inspiration say. from the England rugby team. Well, actually, do you know what? He's, yeah, but he actually took inspiration from the Danish team that won Euro '92 because they, uh, Capello said, they came straight off the beach to win the championship because rubbish. They, well, <laughs> they had John Jensen. Yeah, they had John Jensen and Brian Laudrup. Um, but they, they didn't know they had qualified. They, they were going well, exactly. <laughs> the fact that they were on the beach just doesn't bear any resemblance to them winning it. That wasn't why they won it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> I mean, obviously there were a lot of problems apparently from inside the Wind in England camp at the, at the World Cup. So um, you know, just give the babies what they want. But, but always, <laughs> give them a piss up. And we'll there'll just... always be an excuse because a certain generation of players, and I don't mean the younger players. I mean, when really, <laughs> the older players will always find something to latch onto as to why they didn't do it. Yeah. And, and as Graham Sinnes once said, the last thing those all those players will do with that goal generation is look in the mirror and say do you know what maybe I could have done something better mm. and not blame someone else which is what they'll inevitably do when we don't do anything well the culture of blame isn't just from the players it's from the press as well you know as we've had for f- just so long now well, the press so they've grown up, up blaming England's losses on things so that's just how that you works. deal with England and, and to be fair if I had a lovely moustache like Graham Sooners I'd be looking in the mirror all the time yeah. Yeah. The, the press staring are yourself it. out the press are loving it they're going <laughs> to get to Marbella because there will be lots of things the tabloids can latch on to well you know Euro 96 I'd love another dentist chair situation I, had a, I love that tournament. I love the yeah, it was great. in it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Marbella as well. Up, I don't care. Marbella is just licensed to make stuff up during the press. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't Lineker got a bar out there in Marbella? His brother, his brother had one in Magaluf. Lineker, Lineker's bar, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's in Magaluf. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, Magaluf yeah. All right. Well, um, I met Tony Dorigo, so get me, right? <laughs> but he right. was he was t- t- talking about uh, well, England, recently was England squad's uh, past, yeah, a few weeks ago. 1990 and, um, squad he was in. 1990 squad, yeah. Apparently he's got a better pass completion ratio than like Waddle and Gaza. Is that right? For that tournament. Just for that tournament. Yeah, but the back pass, <laughs> the back pass rule hadn't been introduced. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, he wouldn't have played much, Dorigo. Well, that's me, but he's still got the better, better, oh, better right, pass right, completion. Right, um, what was going to say? Uh, yeah, he, he was basically saying about um, uh, the, the worst part of that whole tournament was the amount of um, footballs that are signed, uh, and most of the team hated walking into a, a room full of head, head to toe full of footballs because he had to stand there. And he said that the players with the more slightly longer names and bigger sort of um, signatures, it was a bit of a pain in the ass. And by the end of the tournament, they were just 
basically initialising them. But uh, so he was just bashing through ball after ball after ball, and there was millions of them. He said, and he looked to his right, and Paul Gascoigne was just going through them really, really quickly. And he said, "What are you doing? How, how are you doing it so quickly?" He looked to his right, and he was just writing Pele on it. <laughs> Pele. <laughs> wow! If that's the worst thing that he could think of <laughs> from his career, then wow! You, you'd take a, a ball signed. By Gaza saying Pele, wouldn't definitely, you? Yeah, definitely. It's like my Perry Groves autobiography signed by Alan Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb! Now then, uh, let's do some travelling around Europe to La Liga, where three players from La Liga have been put on the shortlist for the Ballon d'Or. There, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, and Xavi Hernandez. Oh, controversial! Yeah, <laughs> I fancy Ronaldo for it. Getting tired yeah. of saying it. Would you? Yeah, no, no, probably not Messi. Messi, yeah, I thought well, Messi should probably get it. Although Ronaldo outscored him in the league, didn't he? So he's, he's got a genuine case there. Pete, you got the casting. He's vote? not. He's not stopped scoring, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I know he takes all the penalties and stuff, but yeah. Uh, Zlatan- they might just want to go. They might just sort of go. Oh, we need to change. We can't just yeah. keep on giving it to it Messi. Yeah. Incidentally, Zlatan wasn't bothered. No, he didn't make the shortlist. He said uh, Messi's a really strong player, and I hope he continues to be one. In my head, though, I am the strongest of them all. I certainly don't need a golden ball to demonstrate that I am number one. Yeah. Messi's <laughs> never scored a goal in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the uh, the league itself, it was business as usual for the big boys of La Liga. Barcelona hammering plucky Levante five nil. Bubbles burst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and true. Still, did, it's bleeding. Yeah, it's burst so I love big bad big, big uh, Sergio Ballesteros of Levante. He's an old oh, yeah. school bruiser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like. I tell you, what, there was another exciting finish at Real Sociedad um, because in their, this was a, the, the, they've been scoring goals from the halfway line against Malaga. Mm. Against Malaga, though, they won three two two goals in uh, eighty nine and ninety. Won it for them. Uh, Carlos Vela, Arsenal man, Carlos Vela with an overhead kick. Yeah, it's a in the 89th well. That was great, wasn't it? Because he didn't he sort of. He got intercepted and then just came back to him. Yeah, and he, he headed it, it, it away. Yeah, and he just just went for it. He headed it up and just sort of went. Yeah. Oh, I fancy oh, this. I love that. <laughs> and then in the 90th minute, they got a winner from a wonderful piece of play from Diego Ifran. I just want to say, it's one of my favourite goals of the season so far. It wasn't massively spectacular. He just danced through to the defence and the ice cool finish. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I must say, actually, quickly while we're on that subject, my goal of the season so far is Aguero's at the weekend. Amazing. How many yeah. players, how many Norwich players were in I that think box? There were five, I think I counted. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. Five, like, directly nutmegs. around him. There were more he in the box. just did them all. <laughs> Two nutmegs. it through. He's playing in another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> well, that and the Balotelli one as well. I'll tell you yeah. how it happened. I walked time and space. Yeah. That's how it I think Garth Crooks was furious about the Balotelli one. Yeah. But, oh, if I was a manager there, I'd bomb him out straight away. We don't want this in the game. Yeah, we blah, don't blah, want blah, blah. scoring. He went, no, we he, don't want you in the game, you dullard. He went further than that. <laughs> he went further than that. He actually said, direct quote, Manchester City need to get rid of Balotelli if they want to be taken seriously. That's a direct quote. That's yeah. pretty concise for him. Yeah, it took him a lot longer to say. Yeah. But that's yeah. what he said. Absolutely He's in the last chance saloon for me. Two goals at Old Trafford. No, yeah. hmm. you don't want that from your centre forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, now let's go to the Bundesliga. Last week, Bayern lost the top spot to Dortmund and uh, Mönchengladbach, but they got it back as uh, Dortmund and Mönchengladbach drew one all with each other. Bayern beat Werder Bremen four-one. Two goals apiece for Robin and mm. Ribery. They're back. Robbery. Yeah, uh, not that they were away, but no. uh, it's nice to see. Well, them they've back. not been. Uh, they've, they've had. They've each had their injury problems, haven't they? They've, they have. they've not been so coherent as they were at first when they were at Bayern. So it's good to see them back. I think people. For- have, that is a prolific. People forget about wingers. those two, don't they? Yeah. Robin, you could have a fantastic European championship. Oh, if Robin could stay fit, he'd be, he'd be one of the best players in the world. Well, I think say, he'd be up there. If ribri has got his problems as well, and if, if they were both as consistent in mind and in sort of and weren't, and weren't quite so fragile. You'd be talking about him in the same breath as you're talking about those players earlier, with, you know, lining mm, up for the Bundesliga and stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, Jim, have you heard that there's possible talk uh, of a transfer with Lud- Lucas Podolski to Arsenal? I have heard that. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I'd be happy with that. To be honest, I know Podolski's. Actually, I don't know what his record's like for Cole this season, but um, well, he's got two on the weekend. It's decent it? this season because it, you know, eleven and thirteen or something. This well, season? that's great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's Shamak just looks like a, he's. Just a broken man. He's moment. better than Shamak, I think. Yeah, and, and Park <laughs> as well, but it's a very unusual signing, so I, I'd be very, very happy with Podolsky. Yeah. I mean, well, he's quite similar to Van Persie. Because he sort of yeah. went to Bayern, didn't really work out, went back to mm. Colm, and, and he's, he's not been amongst the goals consistently for a long time for Colm, but mm. he, uh, yeah, he is doing it this season. His international scoring record is great. He well. just knows what Phenomenal. to do on the big stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what you want. That that's, is, what you want. that's what you want. Um, uh, right, let's go to Romania. You know what's coming. <sighs> 
Badly pronounced manager's name. <laughs> Bear with me. A horrible edit job. Remain in euphemism, is it? It's not. <laughs> Romanian club uh, Poly Timisora. There we are. Their uh, their owner Marian Ianchu. He has been given a ten year jail sentence for money laundering and tax evasion. Uh, Ianchu is, is, is he? Is he? Is it fair to say he's the Romanian red nap? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what is he going to get the England job? Um, <laughs> Uh, he's planning to appeal this 10-year sentence, but Stoyer owner Gigi Bacali, ladies and gentlemen, remember him? Uh, he's offered him some advice. He said, why risk 10 years in prison, jerk? <laughs> <laughs> Not really advice, is it? I'm finished. Oh, you've, God. You've, you've got money. Jail is degrading. Go abroad to the sun, to Australia, Africa, Miami. With money, they never catch you. <laughs> they have caught him. <laughs> He said that. But I love that he's in an email. He's don't do a press conference about it. <laughs> he's named a country, a continent, and a city. Yeah. As well. <laughs> he's given him options. Yeah. I'd love it if he went Miami. In Australia, Africa. <laughs> yeah, he actually thought that's where it was. <laughs> it's, it's at least he didn't use metaphor badly at any point. Yeah. It's it's just breathtaking. Jerk. I mean, the, some of the... Underused word, in yeah. a way. In like, our bit of the way. Like Carzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Carzy. Uh, some of the... Uh, I mean, there is no shortage of nutty club owners in, in Romania, and there's al- often a war of words between them. And I was, I was going through the, the archives, and um, Ianchu was once insulted by uh, another owner. Uh, the, the, the guy said about him he said he likes to stay in bed and eat 50 pies and 25 sandwiches <laughs> very precise are they, oddly specific is this, they, is this like big just loads of kids that have woken up as football club owners I really, I really don't know although to bring it unfortunately crashing horribly back down um, to a rather more depressing one is uh, one of the owners uh, called uh, a Nigerian player plays for them a monkey and was only fined 1,500 euros for yeah, it right, absolute yeah. disgrace yeah, yeah. absolute disgrace I mean you wait for have got to do Something surely there. They've never done anything. Why start now? Because yeah. <laughs> oh, they've never done anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Shit. so uh, the, the world of Romanian football is a terrible Delightful. place, really, at the top. Not without its problems? Mm. Not without its problems. But let's go to Bulgaria, because uh, this one perhaps even transcends the sport. Uh, the Bulgarian uh, Prime Minister, uh, Bokio Borisov, um, he won the Bulgarian Player of the Year award. <laughs> Um, he sometimes plays for third division side Bistrisia, um, which is strange enough in itself. Uh, last week, <laughs> yeah, that is mental. Yeah. <laughs> last week, Dimitar How Berbatov. Could they afford him? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, last week, uh, Dimitar Berbatov said he didn't want to win the award because he's won it too many times. And Borisov and ended he's not playing any game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Borisov ended up with forty-four percent of the votes compared to the Burbs twenty-four and one. But Borisov said that he thinks this is not down to his unquestionable football talent. It's a protest vote, he was saying. This vote is uh, not a signal that Borisov is the best player, but the Bulgarian football needs reforms and new policy. I like how he referred to himself in third person. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know too much about the sort of politics and inner workings of Bulgarian football, but they've, got, not. Some, they've got some all right players. Do you, do you mm. research well, next time? Bojanov's all right, and the Petrov brothers that aren't brothers are all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. There we go. Well, that's... And they got Bobby Mihailov's son in goal. Yeah, haven't they? But... Uh, we're glossing over the fact that this is like David Cameron just occasionally <laughs> turning up and just playing a game in a league, like a league two in a league one game yeah. Yeah. Just, a league one yeah that'd be league two yeah. anything no yeah. one knows semi-pro yeah. you know <laughs> Sunday league Sunday um, now we must go to South America where there's some sad news um the great Dr. Socrates has died mm. at the age of 57. Died of severe blood poisoning. Very sad indeed. Very sad indeed. He's yeah. been ill for a while, though, hasn't he? He has been ill for a while, and it has to be said, I don't think his, his lifestyle helped with a lot of drinking and a lot of smoking. But yeah. still, it, very, right, a, very, um, yeah. a Dean Windass Hall of Fame entrant. Mm. Indeed, yeah. If you, I mean, we'll, you know, we, can, we can talk about him um, a little bit, but we did profile him, so get over to the website and, and, and check out the profile. Mm. Well, but a great man, though. He'll, yeah, he'll be remembered as a colossus on and off the pitch. A maverick. Yeah. An actual maverick. Yeah. Didn't, as well. he, didn't refuse to start playing professional football properly full time uh, before he. Uh, got his doctorate. It's yeah. just incredible, yeah. isn't it? And he, and he did a twenty-five. Great, he made great, made <laughs> yeah. a great, great example of, of himself, um, sort of making a trans- transition to, to democracy in Brazil, and mm. very active on the political spectrum. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it'll be a colossus. Remember, there's a colossus on and off the pitch. And great hair and great beard as well. Yeah. A lot of uh, mm. lot of Brazilians wanted him to actually run for president at one stage. Why well, is that wrong? 
Ah. Well, uh, well, it was nice uh, before Corinthians uh, uh, Palmeiras played, uh, only a few hours after his death actually, during the... Um, uh, the minute silence the Corinthian players gathered in the centre circle and each raised a clenched fist in homage to Socrates because uh, yeah. that was his trademark goal celebration mm, that's beautiful yeah that, I've really thought that was quite something Corinthians won the Brasileiro which uh, was great uh, only after fitting yeah yeah exactly yeah. And, and they dedicated to him of course although the match itself I don't think would have pleased the doctor as there was uh, four sendings off very scrappy for uh, nil nil <laughs> um, uh, but they won it though and, uh, and that was good to see I think um, the, the, the Corinthians forward Alex said it's a shame that Dr Socrates isn't here to celebrate with us um, but this title remains a homage to him and God knows he could celebrate yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's didn't, right. didn't Alex also say because I'm sure he was going to be part of the party that was the problem <laughs> uh, dear, dear. elsewhere in Brazil Neymar who's um, uh, been, he's been fined uh, just over £5,000 to uh, he's actually got to pay the compensation to a referee after slagging him off on Twitter last year called the referee a thief after a penalty was awarded against Santos that's Jack that Wilshire-esque yeah. <laughs> that is decidedly strong <laughs> I think he had to pay the compensation to the referee yeah, not, good. That's weird. Not, not that amount of money £5,000 uh, the, the racism row Oh yeah, over in, over in the east. What was that? How many did he have to pay? Oh, one thousand five hundred euros. Five hundred yeah. euros. Yeah, that guy's strength a of the euro. I should have said is. as well that that guy's a billionaire. Yeah, the Romanian guy. As well. <laughs> yeah, which makes it even more sickening. Um, did you see this? Uh, this was um, uh, recently. A model in Brazil came out and said that uh, Neymar's a different type of footballer to the others. She said he's charming and humble. He thinks I'm a nice person, and I am. We're having an affair, but he likes to be discreet. And I love what Neymar responded. He said, "I've only met her twice. She's another made-up girl." friend <laughs> I like the thought that like she's actually telling the truth and he's just stitching her up yeah. <laughs> around there he's really nice and charming but yeah he's one of the lads actually no I hate that thought what am I talking about <laughs> boo Neymar if that's true yeah. <laughs> right then uh, it's it's time for Diego Corner we haven't had one for a while but oh Luke, Luke's off and he's there yeah, it's, um, it's been a bit of a sad time for Diego uh, recently because his mother died. Yeah, and that was sad. That really yeah, was. So he's, he's got our condolences, obviously. Um, but yeah, he flew home. He flew home to his mum to see her, and then, and actually, which was a nice touch. All the top flight uh, Argentinian league matches had a sort of minute silence in honour of her. That's incredible, isn't it? Not a death around football at the moment. It's awful. Yeah. It's a terrible week. Yeah, really. Isn't that incredible? A footballer's mum dies, and they have it a minute. So that's how mm. highly they. Um, Can you imagine what Maradona. happens when you know when Diego Maradona oh, exactly. passes the on? Whole country Good lord! Oh yeah. dear. But it didn't. It, it hasn't this way him from um, sort of chipping off. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I should say actually, what she would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Al Wassel are actually second in the league at the moment. Are they? Not too bad. Taking them up the table. I might be wrong, but they're definitely second reasonably recently. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing all right. But he um, he he basically heard the claim that Pele made <laughs> that Neymar is a more complete player than Messi. Pele's right. been a bit silly of late, hasn't he? Yeah. But it's, it's like it's so of childish. Late. But it, <laughs> the <laughs> fact that it's so childish makes it so funny. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they compare. They always compare the same players I think that, they're like trading mm. stickers in the, in the, the, playground, rival, the football they? rivalry between those two countries is just yeah. different no, but when he says Neymar is better than Messi he means Pele is better than Maradona yeah, yeah. exactly exactly. <laughs> well Diego said he took the wrong pill instead of taking the pill for bedtime he took his morning pill he got confused and he doesn't know what he's saying I suggest that next time he takes the right medication before he starts to speak and that he changes his doctor <laughs> oh, he should have ended it with I would <laughs> yeah, that would have been a nice touch. That was very good. Marvellous. <laughs> also in Argentina, uh, Boca Juniors beat Banfield 3-0 and are champions. They won the uh, Apertura Championship. Yeah, two games to spare as well. Indeed. And in Uruguay, Nacional won the Uruguayan Championship. Uh, former interplayer Rakova scored to give uh, Nacional a 1-0 win against Liverpool. Yeah, he's been amongst the goals. I love that they get so many uh, Liverpool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that they just get so many celebrations in South America because there's yeah. basically two seasons to every one season we have. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. But it's incredible. On the same day, uh, the Brazilian, uh, the Argentinian, and the Uruguayan championships all, all wrapped up yes. in, a, in a neat little package. Mm. And now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. It is time for going for gold. I chuck out a load of uh, clues. You guys got to guess them. Uh, what are we looking at with the standings? I believe uh, is Luke in the lead. Luke's on six. Is. I'm on five, and Jim's on four. Is that I right? Or are you on seven? I'm on seven. I you are three, on seven. I hit three in a row. Luke's, Luke's come storming back. Yeah. yeah. 
Unbelievable. Well, we'll see, won't we? He had injury problems to start with and he wasn't letting on. (laughs) All right, your first clue, gentlemen. Do you want to sit upright in your seat, Marcus? Come on. Sorry. Pay attention. You'll be complaining later. I will be. I was born born in Newcastle upon Tyne. Here we go. Stop. Chris Waddle. No. It's not Paolo Maldini. (laughs) (laughs) My middle name is Peter. Stop. Stop. Peter Beardsley. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I'm a former B international footballer. <laughs> I was a League Cup winner. Stop. Is it Rob Lee? No. No, he played for. Stop. Is it Steve Harper? No. Oh. Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> You've been queuing that one up, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my goal record is 406 matches, 124 goals. Call to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> in 1994, I was banned after testing positive for the performance-enhancing drug cannabis. <laughs> oh. Oh. No. I still scored 16 goals that season, though, because I am well wicked. <laughs> I was Tottenham Hotspurs at a record signing until Les Ferdinand. Stop. Oh, I don't know who came first there, to be honest. You might have to share the spoils. Paul Gascoigne. No. Is that what you were going to say? No. And I feel stupid what I'm about to say. Rule Fox? No. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said Spurs, I was like... Bloody oh. hell. Yeah. I only played one match for England B. That's my final Stop. clue. Chris Sutton. <laughs> no. No ideas, lads? No. You sure? Yeah. No. It's Chris Armstrong. Oh, bloody Palace bloody. striker, notable Palace striker, and weed enjoyer. You flummoxed yeah. us, Pete. I didn't, yeah. yeah, the weed thing. I didn't know that that happened to Chris He's only banned for a month. All right. I'm a bit annoyed with myself because I got three in mm. a row and I was nowhere near that one. Because <laughs> he was, um, Spurs fans got really annoyed at him for basically not being Klinsman. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I just remember, I remember that he was born in Newcastle. I remember at the time um, thinking, oh, I could come and play for us. He slipped through the net. He slipped through the net. He smashed his, through the stanchion. He qualifies <laughs> playing for Newcastle. Yeah. Well done, Pete. Yeah. It's a good, good effort, oh, mate. Oh, dear. Another point to Pete. Right, let's have an email. You want an email? Thank you for, uh, for your email, lady. Dear Ramble Raiders. <laughs> the new one uh, I am writing to highlight the very human cost of Tottenham's 11 game unbeaten streak and to ask for your assistance with an appeal we were talking about Spurs form earlier and here we are Saturday September 10th was a warm day I left my home on the Kent coast in bright sunshine to begin the long drive to Wolverhampton to watch my team Spurs face Wolves I wore shorts and a short sleeve Spurs shirt complete with sunglasses and flip flops to complete an appropriate look for that Indian summer's day oh, yeah. anyway we played pretty well Parker and Adebayo made useful debuts and we won 2-0 to put our first points on the board now, for as long as I can remember, I have suffered with a compulsion, a life-altering affliction known as superstition. To wear crap clothes? For as long as I can remember. <laughs> if I go to Spurs game, to a Spurs game and we win, I'll wear the same clothes to the next match oh, I man. attend. You see where this is going? I do. I've now worn the same garms and shades to garms. Liverpool at home in September, Arsenal and QPR at home in October, <laughs> Fulham away and Villa at home in November, and Bolton at home on Saturday, December the 3rd. What's As you ask, Fulham was worst. It was always a cold one. Uh, it is always a cold one. Uh, with the wind blowing off the river, Villa was a Monday night game and was nearly as bad and Bolton in actual December was close behind <laughs> now I need your help I'm going to stoke away on Sunday <laughs> evening <laughs> can you do it on mm. a wet windy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been to stoke before it's cold and windy even in the summer and they don't like away fans wearing colours I'm asking you to please appeal to those boisterous potters to cut me a bit of slack if we cross paths outside the Brit on Sunday I'm they all probably won't want to go near you yeah. Yeah. Like a pervert. is this what happened to those Geordies who uh, they had their top on. <laughs> oh, they oh yeah, they did it once. Yeah, yeah. Fat to That's true. Mm. Just put some clothes on, mate. Have, have some strong lager. Yeah. Uh, no, I eat a lot. Try and put on a bit of weight. <laughs> yes. So he, he ends with saying, "I'm all for the banter, but I could do with that banter. But I could do with that a shower of spit and a kicking, if at all possible." That is from Alex Hode. So good luck with that, Alex. I mean, I don't know how you think we can help. Really, <laughs> yeah, but, massively um, overestimating our influence. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll tell Spurs to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring a beach ball. Be fine. You can make them lose yourself. <laughs> oh, it's profile time. Ah, this man, a survey once put him second in people South Africans most respected behind Nelson Mandela. It's Lucas Radderby. Hey, can you believe? Got his own suite. Has he? At Leeds. Yeah. All right. Nice. I thought you meant like a chocolate bar. 
<laughs> well, he might have. I hope yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <do. laughs> then, then, then you said that. Like, oh yeah, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant sweet in South Africa. Like, I thought you could rather be sweet. He was born. Oh, you nearly got in the way of the date of birth. He was born on the twelfth. I deliberately got in the way of it then. Nineteen sixty-nine. Two years after summer alarm. After, nicknamed the Chief at Leeds and Rue in South Africa. Um, He was raised in a sporting family in Soweto And uh, very tough upbringing indeed, as you would imagine During the apartheid era in South Africa I think it was near that, uh, is it Santon, where we went to the fan park? I think it was around the corner from there Yeah, I think it was just outside Soweto Yeah, Yeah, he he was there, so yeah, in that area, in in Johannesburg Um, A very small house, no running water indoors, no electricity Um... All that kind of stuff. A lot of uh, nine brothers and sisters, uh, I think he had, and he he had, and uh, he would play football in the streets with a ball made out of rolled up socks. <laughs> Incredible, wasn't it? Mm. We, 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 you realise how much we have in this country. Absolutely. So well, many we players. Have... We visited Sweater when we went there. Yeah, it was a real eye opener. Yeah, to say the least. There's a hell of a lot of players that have started off playing with, like specifically with a rolled up ball of socks. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Mm. Or, or a sock stuffed with papers and variations. Yeah. You know, in yeah. Brazil, there's certainly a lot of them. Brazil, they use like loads of plastic bags and sort mm. of another plastic bag. Sometimes, yeah. Right? yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a very poor part of the world, and especially in that time uh, period, a very dark time in South Africa's history. He used to get in all sorts of trouble, as, as most of the team teenage lads would around that area um, stealing cars and uh, and one thing and another and he was sent away from home by his parents because he was getting into uh, too much trouble in a, in a quite a sort of a quasi sort of state uh, an apartheid kind of state it was a very odd setup. he was sent there when he was 15 but he started playing football properly um, he started off as a goalkeeper incidentally and he was big wasn't he yeah, he's a big guy. Not tall. Oh, yeah. he's over six foot. Well, he was, yeah, yeah, six one, I think he was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought he was tall. But he's a broad lad, you know. There's no mu- no mucking mm. around. Mm. Um, and uh, he was playing for a, a number of teams there, and he eventually got noticed by Kaiser Chiefs, who uh, fancied his skills. And he came back to his parents um, when he was uh, a couple of years older. Uh, quite shockingly, though, he was he was only eighteen when he was driving through Johannesburg, and he got shot. While driving, it went, the bullet went through the base of his back and, and uh, through his thigh, and l- very luckily missed uh, his organs. What was the reason for that? Well, his spine as well. Well, yeah, in, indeed. I, mean, I think it's unknown. I mean, some suggest it's because he signed for Kaiser Chiefs rather than another side, but it could have just been a random yeah, shooting. That sounds ridiculous. It just shows you what a place is like, that that could just happen to you and you would never find out why. It's oh, a miracle yeah. that he's a footballer, that he was a footballer. Oh, it, yeah, exactly. After that. Well, he, he said uh, later... <laughs> In an interview, he said that in the past I've seen footballers as good as me in South Africa who were hurt or killed before they were able to do anything mm. with their talent. Uh, fortunately, fortunately, he was one of the luckier ones. But it just is incredible, really is incredible his upbringing, you know. Um, so, but he but he did manage to uh, to go and play for Kaiser Chiefs. Played over a hundred games for them in uh, five years. And uh, in the uh, early mid-90s, Leeds United uh, scout Jeff Slate went over to South Africa to assess uh, former South African player Phil Massinga. And he returned to Leeds saying that, yep, we should definitely buy Massinga. But he also said there's this lad called Lucas Radaby who's different class, so uh, I think we should get a hold of him. So in 1994, the two of them signed uh, for Leeds from Kaiser Chiefs. I remember it seemed like quite a big deal, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Having a couple of South African players come over, it, it seemed quite unusual in a way. Well, it, well, it was unusual, wasn't it? Yeah. I think they must have been the first South African players. Of course, yeah, you would yeah. think. And they were very much an unknown quantity. Hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and uh, it, it was a hard start for them both. Uh, Radaby said that they used to get very homesick, as you'd imagine, and he only had Phil Massinger um, as, as a friend, and they had no idea what they were going to. They didn't no. know Yorkshire, they didn't know Leeds, barely knew England, really. Mm. They'd never been out of, of South Africa. They felt terribly homesick and isolated. Um, so it, yeah, so hard, a move like that, for young lads as well. I mean, uh, Have you been 24, 25 by that sort of time? Yeah, so he, yeah in, in his early 20s. Tony Abbott yeah. did once say about, uh, about the area, though, the best thing is the Yorkshire puddings. But yeah, he, but he looked like he'd eaten a lot. <laughs> Radaby loves a Yorkshire pudding yeah. as well. And yeah, we all do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd stumbled across one in his own experiments in the kitchen anyway. <laughs> trying to make a pancake, put too much in. Yeah, I, 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 I just f- remember sort of growing up, me and my friend actually at one point trying to style our hair like Lewis Radaby. Is that it was, right? It was short at the back and it came up in a spike. That's right. Yeah. In the front, mm. and we were obsessed with his haircut because he looked so cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it didn't work. He was, <laughs> he was a very cool customer. Radaby. Oh yeah, yeah. he was oh, he really strong was. as well. It's kind of impossible. 
football as well to overstate just how much he's loved at Leeds. Oh, yeah. They yeah. absolutely adore him, don't they? They still sing his name all the time. Well, exactly. I, th- I think I should say, after saying that, you know, about Leeds and a real culture shock and, and very homesick, he, he said recently, you know, I'm so in love with Leeds now that I often forget what a strange experience it was for me as a young South African man to arrive there overnight. Mm. So he absolutely loves the place. Um, it, it, he was dogged by injuries, Radaby, quite unfortunately. Which again shows what a great player and what a great man he was to be loved. Because mm. normally a player who's dogged by injury, um, you know, and isn't, uh, you know, a, a match-winning goal scorer or something, often the fans can get a bit frustrated with them, you know. But um, he ruptured his cruciate ligament in his first season, which would be nasty one. The, the first of uh, many injuries at Leeds. I guess being shot gives you a bit more perspective on injuries as well. <laughs> well hugely, like, yeah. I was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, he was injured when uh, South Africa coach Clive Barker named the South Africa squad for the 1996 Africa Cup of Nations, which was in South Africa. Mm. Uh, he did manage to get uh, fit in time for it, which would be his and South Africa's uh, finest moment, really, on the, on the national scene. You know, the, bearing in mind the South Africa national team. Um, it was still relatively new without apartheid and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You was is uh, it Mark Fish? Yeah. Mark Fish, Mark Fish yeah, Mark yeah, that's Charlton. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was there, um, and incredibly, you know, the, the, it was written in the stars. South Africa won the tournament, um, which was, but that went more than football. That was yeah. such an inspiration yeah. to the country, like the Rugby World yeah, Cup yeah. Uh, in the similar time. And I love this. Nelson Mandela used to visit the players during their pre-tournament uh, training camps and whatnot. And he said to them before kickoff, "What you're doing is a part of the reconstruction of South Africa." Uh, which no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I didn't have to say. I think <laughs> if you fail, then, then put, we fail. Yeah, and then um, you put a cigarette out on somebody's arm. <laughs> like, you better win. <laughs> imagine, imagine the England players; they crumble under pressure. Mm. Oh yeah, well, the hotel was rubbish. <laughs> and we were trying to reunify the entire nation. It was just too much. And our beats by Dr. Dre broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh dear, um, uh, Clive Barker, the the, the the national coach at the time, he did say that uh, the the um, the semi final victory against Ghana uh, was one of the best games a South Africa side have ever played. They won three nil. Radaby was uh, marking Tony Yaboa. Mm. The big man who was, what a clash that is. <laughs> yeah. Bring on like, the wall. That's just like two bison wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to be here now. It's so nice. <laughs> he said it was possibly the best performance from a South Africa player he's ever seen. And he's, I love this. He said, apart from one stupid pass inside the first ten minutes when uh, Radaby gave the ball away to Yaboa, the big Ghanaian didn't get a look in. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely solid, wasn't he, Radaby? Though. Oh, yeah. was, I mean, he was never present for Leeds because w- when he joined them, they weren't actually doing so well. But when they had that run to sort of in the Champions League and they looked like they were going to do something before it all went wrong he stayed in there didn't he it was, it was an, an ever present then mm. it was just a rock unfortunately though he did miss a lot of that Champions League but yeah I mean he was vitally crucial for those teams at the time and I think mm. his presence uh, in the team as well but uh, he was injured by his teammate Michael Dubry against Barcelona when, when they got hammered in, which I think oh, was say that th- again <laughs> <laughs> he went up and cleared a header and Dubry like Headbutted him or something or whatever it was, and he, he basically cropped uh, Radaby, oh. and he's pretty much missed the, the majority of that um, Champions League run. But before that, though, um, when I can't remember if this was under Howard Wilkinson or George Graham, I think it was under Wilkinson. They were away at Old Trafford, and Mark Beanie, the the Leeds keeper, was sent off in the 16th minute. Radaby went in goal. Lovely. Because he was first a goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah. Um, this is Old Trafford, he's got in goal, and they only got one shot past him, a Roy Keane screamer. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he kept United at bay. Love he was it. rather being goal at Old Trafford, which is absolutely glorious. What a lion. We, yeah. <laughs> we love an outfield player going in goal. Oh. Um, absolutely. He, uh, under Howard Wilkinson, he was, I think he was moved from midfield into defence more, but he didn't quite uh, excel under Wilkinson when George Graham came along he did Graham made him the captain and that's when he, he really became the, uh, the the legend at Leeds United you know yeah, and then he was one of O'Leary's babies alone, well, you're, about you're one well of the on the way to having your own suite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under O'Leary um, the first thing O'Leary did as, man- as manager was say to the club 
secure that man for the rest of his career. Yeah. Um, and he said that... I want him uh, as a 35-year-old baby. <laughs> he said Lucas should be set in stone and never allowed to leave. We wouldn't be that run, no, would he? He's not going to be much still, use then, is he? Still be more movement than Dubry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, try and knock me now. Yeah. It, it, it is incredible that when uh, Radaby was there, I mean, it's a sign of the times, you know, Leeds had Radaby, obviously, and Woodgate, Robertson, Alan Smith, Ian Hart, Harry Kuehl, Lee Bowyer, Viduka, Rhea Ferdinand, Olivia de Court. Uh, Robbie Keane Eric Backer yeah. semi, <laughs> Semi-final of the Champions League Semi-final of the Champions League That's a long time <laughs> ago yeah, yeah. It was yeah. But strangely not that long ago Exactly <laughs> yeah. Exactly um, And it was around this time When he was Putting in great performances for Leeds That Alex Ferguson said Everyone should be interested In Lucas Radaby And he t- apparently turned down A move to Old Trafford um, because his heart was, was, was with the Leeds boys mm. and the Leeds fans absolutely loved him <laughs> that's you can imagine yeah, sort you know. of like how they felt about Alan Smith until he actually did go I remember actually Alan Smith like just nicking Aaron Lennon's goal which would have made Lennon the youngest ever Premier League scorer he just got a little touch on it it was going in anyway yeah I don't know why I brought this up It, it just seems so mean Not as much On the Alan Smith thing to United The season before He signed to Manchester United He did a Soccer AM interview Where they did the questions mm. And they said Oh tell me one thing you know, You've learnt about football Or something like that And his, his answer was I've learnt I'll never ever play for Man United Like laughing And then he signed for them Or <laughs> <laughs> well, be never signed No he wouldn't do it no, He wouldn't lower wouldn't, himself he wouldn't He's now Alan Smith <laughs> exactly. Listen Alan Smith That's why you'll never be In the Dean Windows Hall of Fame <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only reason <laughs> Yeah exactly uh, but I mean If you think of Radaby You couldn't blame him Because I'm sure United were offering him More money yeah. For the background he had But he loved Leeds Yeah He absolutely loved them And as you say Jimbo He's such a legend there Yeah They love him As much as he loves them You know so. But I mean he's really up there With all of their Sort of you know Huge like legend Like sort of Bremner style Kind of you know Is like that how much they, re- they love him that's, that's, that's how it's always Come across to me It's yeah. just It's really just I mean a great It's one of the things You can't really gauge Until 20 years in the future But yeah it certainly Seems that case Doesn't mm. it Christ They didn't win league titles With him though I know yeah But still The, the love is absolute mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's very romantic That came from That was absolutely <laughs> glorious yeah. But the love is absolute Yeah <laughs> Everywhere I look around It's just You, you know the, the love of a Yorkshireman for a South African man yeah. is, a, is a beautiful thing. Exactly. It makes you glad to be alive. You brought your loot along. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the British band Kaiser Chiefs named uh, their band after his former team. And the reason why they use an S instead of a Z in, in the word Kaiser is because they asked Lucas Radaby about it. And he said you should change that from a, a Z to an S because the real Kaiser Motang um, would not be happy about that. Kaiser Chiefs are also in the Dean Meadows Hall of Fame. Hmm. So that's why. Yeah, we spelt it wrong. No. That's, the, that's the reason. Uh, back on the international scene, uh, if we go back a couple of years, he led South Africa to France 98, where he captained the side. On foot, such a leader was he. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, with everybody on his back. Um, they lost their opening game 3 0 by France, but France were decent, to say the least. And, and Radaby said, it was not that great, and I had to mark Zenadine Zidane. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fair enough there. They went out in the first round. Um, but they fared better at 2002, although they went out in the first round. But they, they, they won one, drew one, and lost one, and it was only in a 3-2 thriller against Spain, where Radaby scored himself, um, that, that, that they went out. So, uh, But I, I think for a, a country like South Africa, who, with that group of players, under that non-apartheid uh, you know, government and, and mm. so on and so forth, just to be at a World Cup was an incredible achievement, yeah. you know, without to, without to poo-poo. The, well, we uh, saw how sort of delighted they were when they got the World Cup, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, he, and oh. he played a part in that. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's off the field, he's just as important. Revered, really. yeah, very much so. Um, a very calming influence, Radaby, on his teammates and uh, and those at the club. I think if I played centre back alongside Radaby in his pomp, mm. I think I'd have a good game. <laughs> <laughs> and if I played up with Alan Smith, no, no. Yes. yeah, because he'd be marking Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd be marking me. I'd be marking on Reed. Be easy. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be watching. Yeah, Just enjoying it yeah, I would, yeah. Uh, he, As I said though He was plagued by injuries um, At Leeds Although he did manage Over 200 appearances uh, he was, But he did keep coming back From the injuries Which was, mm. which was an incredible thing Although he did have to Eventually retire in 2005 But the medical staff At the club Nicknamed him The Warrior because he kept on, on on coming back And on May in May 2005 He had a testimonial At Ellen Road 
which was attended by um, nearly 38,000, which was apparently Leeds' biggest attendance that season. That's great <laughs> wow. um, And it got Brilliant. more than the testimonies of Billy Bremner and Jack Charlton. Wow, Jimbo. So would you were saying that they were, he's right up there with them, yeah, and absolutely. that would perhaps suggest. A number of international stars and former Leeds players turned out for the game, including Gary McAllister, JJ Kotcher, Bruce Grobelar, Gordon Strachan, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Tony Boa, and Chris Kamara. Oh, good. <laughs> Had to lob him in there. Yeah. <laughs> the big man Radabee even has a beer named after him. Lucas Radabee. <laughs> <laughs> Which, according to football journalist James Appel, is, is sold in South Africa. Apparently it's sold in Leeds as well, although he's never seen it there, but maybe it's only at selected mm. pubs. We should add some of that. We should. Uh, I've, 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 again, I've heard um, that Lucas Radabeer uh, was uh, what the Leeds United supporters voted to call this new beer, which a Leeds microbrewery um, wanted to start a, a kind of a Leeds United beer, I suppose. And apparently, ten pence of, of every pint goes towards the Leeds United uh, transfer fund. That's of the beer <laughs> sold in Leeds, not in South Africa. There's far yeah, more worthy causes in South Africa for that, for that to happen. Yeah, but he's, d- he's done so much uh, off the field. You know, he's ambassador for FIFA for the SOS. Children's Villages. Um, he received a FIFA Fair Play Award in December 2000 um, for helping tackle in racism in sport and uh, just done so much, really, charity work and, and, and all the rest of it. But it just, it's an incredible story from a guy who was once a carjacker, once a, living in, in the slums in Soweto mm, and, and yeah. nearby, to become a national treasure and, and a, a great Premier League player yeah. and to be loved in a city so far from what he knew as home when yeah, he was absolutely. growing up and, and one of the finest moments of the man's life was when Nelson Mandela came to Leeds to be made a freeman of the city and Mandela went to City Hall to, to greet them and he stopped at uh, Lucas Radomir and went ah this man is my hero hey. oh. absolutely come on in Lucas Radomir to the Demon Dash Hall of Fame bring your Bradder beer <laughs> well, that was the thing. He, he had like three different pronunciations of his name throughout his career. I think. Yeah, Radabee, 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 Radaba. Sometimes you'd get Radabee. Yeah. <laughs> that was back in the day when there weren't that many overseas players in England, so the commentators just didn't really mind if they got the pronunciations yeah, and, wrong. And they'd sometimes sort of really stamp their own authority on mm. something that mm. they just make up. King Clads, Go, Kinky Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the Football Ramble for this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website, thefootballramble.com, has got things happening on it, hasn't it, Jimbo? It has, and on it this week, James Appel explains why he's had his balls cupped upon entering Russian matches. <laughs> Dermot Corrigan <laughs> looks at the gloomy situation uh-huh. at Rathing Santander, and Andy Brassel revisits France's 2-1 win over Portugal in the retro ramble uh, in Euro 2000. Oh, uh, alongside that, you can find live fantasy football with Pick Live, the Ramble Shop, and what lady wouldn't want a Ramble t-shirt for Christmas? The whole Hall of Fame and the forums so go there now even if you're on the bus <laughs> there we go and uh, we played uh, five aside against Hurricane yeah. Hurricane FC of London we yeah. were abject or mm. I was abject rather they hammered us they, they were did. amazing but, um, they, they, <laughs> I think they were nice enough to give us a Hurricane FC London uh, shirt to give away so if you um, email them with the, why you should win it and we'll, we'll package it and post it out to mm. you Mm. I think um, we, we did pull a few goals back at the end and I think they just tired themselves out from just Hammering us, us that much. <laughs> <laughs> Luke but had uh, Luke had his um, boots with his chips with the chips in it. I was given a brand new pair of Adidas F50s, uh, Pete, equipped with my chips. Coach. Yeah, so yeah. so it's got a little database on how much running you did. So yeah. I'll I'll be perusing those figures later on. They made me fall over. I, I, really, I really hurt my thumb. Yeah, they made you fall over. <laughs> they micro tripped me up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks to the Hurricane mm. chaps, you were lovely boys and good footballers mm. as well. Excellent footballers, yes. Righto, that's it for this week. Say goodbye, Jimbo. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Sayonara. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Until next time. Comes straight out to Socrates. Socrates still trying to get the opening. Oh, Socrates! What's that on Vogue song I like? Anyone? Yeah. Don't want you wanna be more than just friends. Take your time and don't let go. Don't let go. Take your time and lose control. Lose control. Go on in and out, my life. Got me so confused. Oh.
You've ruined it. He's not. Oh, He's made it better. It. Yeah, I think he enhanced it. All right. <laughs>